65. 45. Isn't that crazy? 45. I know. I would have guessed above like 52 because I always ask people like when they get a dog or they're getting a dog or they have a dog. I'm like, do you let your dog sleep in bed with you? And I have to say, it's like, it's, it's a 50, 50 answer. Yeah. Mine's a no. Yours a no, but I'm a yas. <laughs> I'll let two dogs sleep in bed with me. <laughs> doom, doo, doom, 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 boom. Let's snooze, snooze, boom. Let's snooze. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. My name is Vero. And I'm Heidi. And today we're going to boop. Boop, boop, boop. Today boop, we're going to boop. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> we need an album. We do. I think we've had like, <laughs> enough singing at the beginning of our episodes now that it's time for a Let's Boop Snoots album to drop. Which one's going to be your single? Oh, Off man. The charts. Number one. <laughs> For six weeks in a row. <laughs> it's let's boop. A boop, boop, boop. <laughs> oh, yeah. I really oh. like that one. <laughs> Featuring oh, Pitbull. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> uh, that's good. Oh, that's yes. good. Little Tiger? No. No. No? Little Tiger? No. 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 <laughs> All right. We have like a mixed bag again. But before we start, we would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Holy Raw is a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. You can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com, Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you very much, Holy Raw, for supporting us. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are pet-friendly breweries, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. <laughs> and you can find our sponsor's details in this episode's description. All right, so what is in our mixed bag of topics today? Well, I just read a couple of different interesting articles that we can boop about, but also my husband sent me an AKC fun fact um, list, which, like, we've done the whole doggo facts before, but um, there was a couple of ones on there that I don't think that we heard before. Maybe you'll oh. tell me differently. Maybe you're going to be like, Heidi, you're losing it. 
we already knew that one. <laughs> We've already done that. But we shall I'm see. I'm going to talk about my latest purchase. Yes. Ooh. I want to hear about the latest. It's nothing like super crazy, but. No, but but we got it. We definitely it's... got a boop about it. Shall I start with my AKC fun facts? Yes. For anyone listening who does not know what the AKC is, they are the American Kennel Club. So some of the facts on the list, like we've done a couple of fun facts before. I know Vero had like a little fun fact booklet or uh, something that she had. Yeah, it's a calendar. Oh yeah, the calendar that we went through before. So we got some good ones on there. And I think we've had a couple of lists before. But anyways, this had a couple of more stats on it where I was like, yeah. I wanted to know that. Okay, so one of the first facts that it mentions is that the Labrador the Labrador Retriever has been on the AKC's top 10 most popular breeds for 30 consecutive years than any other breed, which I think we already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, another one was that a dog's nose print is unique, much like a person's fingerprint. We, I think we yes. already knew that. Heard yes. that one before. Okay. All right. This was the one that I don't think we got this one before, but I'm going to let you take a guess. How... Many people let their dogs sleep in bed with them. Do you think Ooh. in the U.S. what percentage? I would say sixty-five. Forty-five. Isn't that crazy? Forty-five. I know. I would have guessed above like fifty-two because I always ask people like when they get a dog or they're getting a dog or they have a dog. I'm like, do you let your dog sleep in bed with you? And I have to say, <laughs> it's like it's it's a fifty-fifty answer. Yeah. Mine's a no. Yours a no, but I'm a yas. <laughs> I'll let two dogs sleep in bed with me. <laughs> I would have a mouthful of hair. <laughs> it's true, you would. But um, maybe I do too. I just don't know because their hair is a bit shorter. Yeah. I get that. I get like it's like, like for some people, it's like a cleanliness thing, right? And mm-hmm. some people, it's literally a sleeping thing because like... I don't know, like for all of you that have kids out there, it's it can be brutal sleeping with kids because you get like a leg in the face or a hand in a face or a face in a face. Um, with the, <laughs> with the dog, you are also going to get all of those things. <laughs> yeah, a bum in the face, a snoot in the face, a, a tongue tail. in the face. Wake up! It's time to eat. Oh yeah, and they wake you up extra yes. early. Oh my God! Yes, they're like, "Hey, remember that it's time for F O O D." I don't want to say the word right now because I got two settled dogs in my lap, in my bed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, I found that surprising. I thought it would have at least been above a fifty, especially people, especially people with small dogs. Mm -hmm. You think because they're like, I don't know, maybe that's again my small dog bias showing because I would think like people are so quick to lift them for everything that they would just lift them right into bed with them and they take less space or, or we think they do but maybe yes you know. they do it's uh, I still <laughs> they see have a strategy <laughs> they do I still see memes that like make fun of the the whole dog in the bed thing like you know where it shows like the beginning of the night where it's like you're all cuddled cuddled up super nicely and then like in the next photo it's like the dog (laughs) has their paws like in your back and you're shoved a little bit more to the side of the bed and the next photo it's like you're on the very very edge of the bed and this (laughs) tiny little dog has like literally 80 percent of the bed's like real estate Mm -hmm. so I feel like it happens with small and with big ones Eh? that's true and with the states well, maybe not. I was thinking like there's more like condo apartment living. Oh, 
Yeah. So small. Well, I guess it depends on dogs. the city. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know when that stat is from, to tell you the truth. So maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's like recent. Maybe it's not. But anyways, interesting, interesting little fun fact there. Hmm. Um. Okay. This is another one that made me laugh. Um, and I, actually, first, I don't know if we we knew this one before, but it said it said speaking of sleeping, all dogs dream, but puppies and senior dogs dream more frequently than oh. adult dogs do. Hmm. I feel like they dream like the same all the way around, all the way along. How do they know? <laughs> I know. How do they? How know? do they know? Um. So I'm not sure if we knew that one before, but anyways, okay. So this is the other one. Okay. How many people? How many percent of people do you think signed their dog's name on holiday cards? Oh, I would say, hmm, it's either like high or low. And I can't figure out which (laughs) one it would be. I'm going to go with low. I'm going to say 20%. 75%. Oh my God, that's what that was my (laughs) first thought. (laughs) <laughs> which is crazy because i don't because they're not people they didn't get you the card <laughs> <laughs> me it depends what it is uh, if it depends, i am sorry you it go depends ahead who yeah and it's true know, i sign it, i sign ralph's name but it depends who for me it's like who and 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 for what so when like let's say i'm giving a card which actually I need to do fairly soon a condolences card for somebody's dogo that had to cross the rainbow bridge and by the way some people didn't know what the rainbow bridge meant oh I learned the other day they're like what is this rainbow bridge I'm like <laughs> <laughs> like it's doggy heaven how do you not know this but anyways I guess did it did it originate from like a children's book like I think it was like a children's Maybe. book that talks about like death and dying and I don't know if it's like people death and dying or 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 pets death and dying but rainbow bridge became like a huge like thing but anyways um so if i am signing a condolences card for like i will sign with my dogs too or if i'm getting like a new like a doggo present which i'm also have to do this week because one of my friends got a doggo yes today 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 they got a doggo whoa i would like bring the the puppy a little gift and sign it on a card like from me and my dogs <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I would. But Christmas time, I can tell you, I do not put dogs' names on there. <laughs> Even if it's like a Christmas card for your mom? No. No? And do I know what's funny is that f- for her Christmas cards, she addresses them to our entire family, including the dogs. But I never <laughs> sign. I don't know. I just never. To me, it's like there's too many names. Like, I don't I don't tend to buy big cards. So when it's on like a little gift tag, like on a, there's only enough room for my husband, myself, and my kids' names on it. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe I do it more because it's just me and my boyfriend. <laughs> and, my <dog. laughs> and before like, that, it was just me and my dog. So, yeah. Yes. So that could be it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Maybe it depends on how big the family is. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe it does. How much space you got on the card, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then the rest of the um, 
facts like one was about like their sense of smell which we're familiar with one was like about a dog actor which i think like we said once before when it was talking about the heat and thermal senses that they have in their schnoot and um i think the only one that um i don't know if we heard this one before there's only one breed that was amongst the five most popular breeds in 1934 the beagle that still remains in the top five today oh hmm so like have they just has has the beagle just and the other thing like sorry this is gonna completely like digress our conversation here but was it you or was it someone else telling me about a massive beagle rescue recently from like makeup companies i think it was my mom somebody told me that too yes that there was like a massive beagle so i wonder i think that my mom told me that I don't know, but that would be hilarious if that our moms are like, hey, guess what you can mention on your podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like Project Beagle. Yes. 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 But yes. so I wonder when they're talking about like the popular breeds, like I wonder who's purchasing these beagles or if they have like a beagle breeder that they work with. And then is that part of like these stats, like when they're using doggos for bad, bad, bad things? things. Don't you you know somebody who rescued a beagle from a lab? Yes. Well, no, no, they didn't rescue a, a, a bee. It wasn't a beagle. Okay, this is like another di- digression that's <laughs> like a little bit. So it was a friend of my sister's that she met that had a job with this one summer working for a product <laughs> company. Do you remember this? And this is like semi um testing the boundaries of the rating of our bod- podcast but yeah her, her job was to collect beagle ejaculate <laughs> that was her summer job there was like a room full of beagles and she would have to go in and produce what the beagles produced but okay <laughs> but i thought there was like i thought you had told the story maybe it's not you about a resident in a hospital yes. That was another that one, but it saved. wasn't. It wasn't a beagle. Oh, okay, that was like a hound dog of some some kind. But yeah, there was a research study, and they had a dog in their lab, and like there's pretty strict like ethical rules when you're like doing research and like the treatment of animals and what you are to do with the animals and stuff like this. And anyway, so I guess the research project lost funding, and they were going to like euthanize the dog like they were to destroy like all the animal stuff so he knew that was happening so he went in after hours and stole the dog and I was like yes <laughs> go get him Yay. go to him yes do <laughs> yeah. it okay bow shall so yeah that <laughs> was pretty much the end of like the, the the fun facts on the AKC that my husband sent me uh the rest of it we all already kind of knew uh, except for this one, on the, uh, staying on the topic of beagles, that a person who hunts with a beagle is known as a beagler. <laughs> <laughs> is it a verb? Would you like to go beagling this weekend? <laughs> I'm a professional I... beagler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I get like a beagle, <laughs> I'm totally just going to say it all the time would you like to go beagling this weekend (laughs) excuse me but uh, i must beagle now (laughs) (laughs) 
We are having a beagling this weekend. I'm so exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. That's crazy. Beagling. Let's go beagling. Have you thought about beagling? Okay. That's all I got. Okay. So yeah, that's it for the for the fun facts. Do you want to talk about your purchase? Yes. So on my walks with Ralph, Ralph is walking pretty nicely. He does have his moments where he'll all of a sudden pull to the side. Usually it's because he needs to go poop. And also when he gets excited, when he sees another dog and I, I get closer and closer and he's like pretty good. But then all of a sudden, like (laughs) he reaches this threshold and he just wants to pull and I want to hold him back and make him sit. But the leash, like my hands, I don't know if my hands aren't strong enough and the leash is like slippery, but he just like, he pulls and the leash just kind of goes and I can't hold him back mm-hmm. until he, he gets to the very end of the leash and then he's like too close to the dog. So I fixed it. <laughs> <What'd you laughs> I will do? train my dog. I will train my dog, but <laughs> I fixed the leash problem for myself where I got a leash that's just a handle that you attach to the collar. And from the attachment point, it's just a handle. So it's easy to hold back. So I'm walking with a leash and the handle and holding both. Uh, uh. And I went today and it was pretty good. Oh, that's good. It's actually nice. Like even when he's walking nicely. Is it like a big thick handle? So it's not like a thin one that like hurts your hand? Yeah, it's like a thicker, well, I mean, it's normal thick, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm. it doesn't like. So is this because, and, and this was because he was like still reacting to other dogs on the, on the walk? He's good when we're just kind of walking by. Yeah. But when he sees a dog that like we're used to greeting, like Hazel. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. So. I make him sit and then I'm like, okay, let's go. And then we go and we go and we go. And when we're like super close, mm-hmm. he's like, yoink. Like he just goes for it. But I, and- I want to hold him back because we're not close enough. Yeah. Um, but I can't. And then the leash goes and then he's like with Hazel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you still using the prong collar? Yeah. Really? On still, the prong still- he pulls? He pulls, yeah. Damn, Ralph. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Ralph Aroni. Now, when we were talking earlier, I know that you mentioned that he does it sometimes if you're walking and then all of a sudden he just like is like, I have to pee or poop and then just like pulls you to the side too and it's pulling your hand. Mm-hmm. Leash injuries is a real thing, people. Oh dog trainers God. know this like for sure. And like people with crazy reactive dogs on leash. Not that I'm saying that Ralph is crazy, crazy reactive. But if you've ever had your dog react on leash when you're not suspecting it, like it can it can hurt. There's like leash burn. It does pull yes. on your hands. Depending on or it pulls what... your arm and your arm slams into something. My yes. arm slammed into a fence. <laughs> oh, God. When we went oh. to go see Hazel. Mm -hmm. um I made him sit Mm -hmm. and then I don't know if I opened the gate or if Hazel's owner opened the gate but he just like went for it and I was holding the leash pretty hard Mm -hmm. and my arm just kind of like flew and it hit (laughs) it hit the gate and I was like oh my god oh yeah like I wasn't ready to 
for the gate to be open and I don't know I I might have opened it without telling him like to stay Mm -hmm. but then like (laughs) Hazel's coming and anyways Hazel is my biggest distraction (laughs) I'm surprised I find like with Ralph since the beginning it's been hard to find his like ultimate correction tool (laughs) yeah Remember yeah. when he was afraid of his shadow and that was the only thing he was afraid of? So like, <laughs> like, let's get Peter Pan up in here. <laughs> yeah. I even, um, I took him to the park last week and this dog, female dog, arrived at the park. And the owner was talking and he's like, oh yeah, she's in heat. <laughs> and I was like, oh God. And I told oh the God. owner... Um, while Ralph is still intact and he was like oh but then he kept like chatting with another individual that was at the park and I was chasing Ralph around like an idiot because Ralph was chasing the other dog like an idiot yes (laughs) (laughs) and I had his e-collar on and I kept like increasing it increasing it but it was like no there was like nothing you could do eh it was up to 34 and I was just like I was like, I'll just catch him. Yeah. Yeah. Don't bring your dog to the park if your dog's in heat. Yeah. Or don't let your dog loose until you're inside to see if there's other dogs there. See, I said to Vera, like, if it's, like, stated and open and known and he's okay with his dog running around, I wouldn't have chased Ralph. I would have just let it happen and been like, let me know how the puppies do. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Yeah. Have fun with the puppies. Hope you have a breeding like room to mm-hmm. handle all this in. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, when you were talking before about the leash, like when you were mentioning that he like whenever he has to poop or pee and he pulls suddenly. Mm-hmm. One of my yeah. suggestions and for anyone who's listening who is, might have the same problem was going to be to like poop or pee in the same area. Like, yeah. whenever you walk. So if, like, you have one place where you let them... So it's like you're keeping them on a structured walk. You have them walking at your side. And then you get to an area where it's, like, an open part of public grass or, like, the first part of a park or something like that. Then you use your release word to let them... But still keep the leash on them. Like, don't off-leash them, but keep the leash on them where you just say free or break or okay or mm-hmm. whatever your release word is. Holding the leash so that that's them... They, they know that they're not on the structured walk anymore. And then they usually use that opportunity to, to go or pees. Yeah. That's what poops I usually do. And he has like a spot that he likes to poop <laughs> yeah. at. But then when he doesn't and he pulls and I can't, I can't correct it or hold him back. But yeah. now, like I can't even teach him, right? Because <laughs> yeah. like, I can't catch him on time. Or, like, he's sniffing, I bring him back, I make him sit. Yeah. And then I go free. Yeah. But I'd like to catch him before he's even allowed on the grass. I know. So now it's going to happen. See, I'll be curious with, like, all this is, like, again, once you have Ralph fixed, I think I'll I'll be interested to see it if it, if it impacts his behavior at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it will at least impact the behavior of him chasing around a dog in heat <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i don't know i mean hopefully but i hope so we never... at least i won't be chasing 
Ralph chasing <laughs> the dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, craziness! Yeah. So there was two articles that I saw online. Um, one was uh, Toronto is getting a huge off-leash dog event for singles to mingle with other pup parents. And I was like, well, that sounds like a fun event. But then I was thinking, like, how is this going to go? So is it like, imagine if you see someone and you're like, yas to the person, but then like your dogs fight and they hate each other. (laughs) Does that instantly ruin your chances with this person? (laughs) Maybe. Or what if you see? Are people letting their dogs decide who their partners are going to (laughs) be? What if you see somebody, Heidi, let's say you're at this event. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see this, like, handsome guy who's, like, Mm -hmm. super nice and has, like, a nice smile. And you go up to talk to him and he's like, hi, this is my dog. And his dog is a pug. What do you do? (laughs) Turns around with, like, a pug, a pug fugly pug. (laughs) I know. That would be, like, one of those be like, hey come over and he turns around with the pug in his arms oh oh no he keeps walking (laughs) oh my god that's crazy anyways they so it seems like a big (laughs) event and I have to say like I wonder and this might be a question the next time we go to stray dogs so when you're hosting like dog friendly events what do you do with dogs that aren't behaving like do you is that like stated like somewhere like in the rules of it you know what I mean because so I recently joined a Facebook group that is like one of the biggest like the huge dog parks that we go to here in Ottawa it's called Bruce Pitt so I asked to join the group and whoever organizes this group let me join or whatever so now I get like them on my feed or whatever and this person posted the other day and I was just like (sighs) okay but they posted they were like um they didn't even say how old their dog was but they're like oh we just rescued this dog super nervous and aggressive towards other dogs but really want to go to the dog park should I just take (laughs) them and off leash them and people were like no no (laughs) no you should not and and people were just like try with like other and and then like they commented on some of other people's remarks just being like well they're good with like you know one or two dogs that we know like uh, as long as they don't this and that and the other thing and it's just like well either take control no exactly so and you don't know so don't take them to a big off-leash dog park and let them lose (laughs) hoping for the best like this is like where it's like what I feel like um dogs are a huge liability we've talked about it before we've talked about dog bites and aggressive dogs and that we know that not every dog gets along and we know that even people like you and I aren't super great at reading dog body language dog mm-hmm. bond <laughs> we're not really good at reading the dog bond so what do you do when stuff like this breaks out like what if there's like two like do people usually just sort it out on their own but you know what I mean yeah, I kind of want to ask Stray Dog that. I think I'm going to the next time we're in there. Yeah, but um, and see how they do that. But that's what I would be worried about at an event like this. And and like when you read into the event, so at first it's like, oh my god, this looks great, and I'm sure like a lot of single millennials are like, oh my god, take my dog there and like meet the man in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> But like it's saying that like there's all these 
things. There's a life-sized Connect Four game you can play in basketball and like bingo and and all these things. So to me, There's like beer pong. Oh yeah, is that is there beer pong? Yes. Oh yeah, it's beer pong. All these kind of things, and it's t- to me again like. Here's an event where there's like a bunch of other dogs there. There's all this crazy stimulus. So how can you focus on meeting someone if you're like tending to your dog nonstop? It's like you'd have to have like yeah. a super chill dog. But I but I guess that's up to people when they get there. But I wonder what happens when there's a dog altercation. I wonder if they like make people sign stuff. Because if you're hosting something, on, especially on Maybe your own property... Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. But I don't think people have to sign a waiver when they go to Stray Dog. So anyways, I'm going to turn to them as the experts on this and be like, hey, how do you manage this? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. I don't and know. I, and I wonder if in the winter, Stray Dog lets people like come inside with their dogs. Because I know they have like the big well, patio outside. People, haven't we seen yeah. somebody inside? Yeah. But I wonder if it's just inside to grab their beer and then go back out real quick. Or if it like, do they, can dogs go on brewery tours? <laughs> <laughs> brewery tours. See, I don't, I don't, back to our fun facts from earlier. I've got two doggos, two adult doggos having full on dreams on my bed right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> full on dreams. I wonder what they dream about. Oh, I think, I think chasing things and getting food. You think they dream of us? I wonder if yes. they dream of us, like touching <laughs> them and being like, oh, touch my belly. Oh, these doggies. Scratch my belly. All right. So the other article that I read was, and speaking about like these events and this sort of thing, is like um, dog attacks and what to do. So this yeah. article was called Why Dogs Attack and What to Do If a Dangerous Canine Approaches You. And like I found some of the tips like kind of interesting and some of it I don't know that I necessarily agree with. But anyways, we'll, we'll see. Um, so it, the article talks about how um, a nine-year-old uh, girl died earlier this week when three dogs were uh, attacked her Aww. behind her house. And it's just a reminder that dog attacks do happen. And although they're rare, they can be fatal. It said between 2005 and 2018, 471 Americans suffered death due to a dog bite injury. Hmm. According to dogsbite.org, a national dog bite victims group. And then it, the group, this group also found that 66% of those fatalities were caused by pit bulls. But um, another professional dog trainer um, disagreed with that and said that one breed is not more aggressive than another. And uh, she said that there was another study found that golden retrievers were responsible for more bites on children than any other breed. And she's like, so, and she's got a point here. She's like, so then we could easily say, well, golden retrievers are dangerous and like, maybe we should be banning them. Like, <laughs> she, didn't, mm-hmm. she didn't say that, but it's true. Like, I don't agree with the dog bans. Like dogs are individuals and it's it depends on what they're trained for yeah and I feel like golden retrievers they have a reputation just for being friendly and good with children so I'm wondering if people give just them more uh, make slack, assumptions right? exactly they make assumptions and then they like, bite oh. <laughs> yeah exactly and they let their kids go running up to it and grabbing their ears and trying to ride it like a pony and then are like shocked when the dog bites so um it was saying what causes dogs to become aggressive and um the same person that they're interviewing in this article talks about like just there's um it's three different 
things that cause dogs to become aggressive. So one is like, um, like super excitation and then prey drive and, and protection. And like when that ramps them up to a point, like a flip just switches and they like lose it. So I can give you like two examples, like, and one was when I was three years old, I was bit by a dog. I think I mentioned this like a long time ago. I can't remember the last time I mentioned it on the podcast, but I can remember it was a German shepherd. I remember the big tall adult standing above me and I'm chasing this dog around in circles and grab, trying to grab at its tail. So I'm chasing it and chasing it and chasing it. And I'm sure like he was somewhat annoyed and whatever, but anyways, he just turned around and bit me. So that could have been like overexcitement. It could have been like super annoyance. It could have been a number of things. Um, When I like get excited to pet my dog, (laughs) Gibbon, (laughs) Lou doesn't do it, but Gibbon has done this since he was a baby dog. And I, I call it the love bites. So if I come and I grab his face and I'm just really giving him a good scratch in the ears, or sometimes I scratch his ears, it's really quick and really hard. And I'm like, oh, that's a good boy and stuff like that. And I go like that. <laughs> He'll bite the closest thing. Like he got like a pillow, the couch, like the side of our bed, a blanket, a towel, like he, not never a human being always like the closest inanimate object and he goes like like with his teeth like into it so again that's like an over arousal like you're getting him super excited and that like and it's the same thing like I used to tell that story of my dad coming to walk the dogs too like and he'd come in like Santa Claus like being like I I can't say it because they're both laying here but he'd be like who wants to go for a W who wants to go for a W who wants to go for it? Hello, yo. Like, and they, like, Becky would come and, and jump at him and nip at him because she's like so excited. Yeah. And break his skin and he's on blood thinners and then he bleed all over my friend hallway. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> and I was like, stop doing that. But anyway, so yes, over arousal or like super excitation does prey drive, of course. So if like, if a dog is going after like an animal, you don't want to go and like grab them by the neck or pet them or grab their ears or something like that because they're so focused on that that if you touch the side of their face, they're probably going to turn around and bite your hand because they're just so focused mm-hmm. and like prey drive, right? So that makes sense too that they're, you know, that's another instance in which they would bite. Um, and then uh, what was the uh, what was the last protective. one? Protective. So again, and this is why we try to discourage like resource guarding of any kind, whether it's you, whether it's their food, whether it's a specific toy, whatever. You don't want your dog guarding anything because again, yeah, asking for le chomps, <laughs> chomp chomps, chomp chomps. So here were the tips for avoiding dog attacks, and then there was like some tips on what to do. So in an off leash. If, if an off-leash dog approaches you on a walk, call out to the owner. This one made me laugh so hard. Call out to the owner, come get your dog because mine is contagious. <laughs> <laughs> they said that often works. So that's what you should say to that guy next time. Just be like, oh, yeah. um, come get your dog. Mine's contagious. She's going to catch something. <laughs> He's like, what? Be like, we don't even know. We don't know. <laughs> He's a uh, patient zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it says remove a visual stimulus. So get something between you, like an umbrella, a car, car garbage pail or whatever, so that like they don't 
like they can't see you like stand behind a tree i guess like it's telling you to hide maybe <laughs> but if you're using an umbrella just like open it and to cover yourself or whatever because that distracts them like a little bit and then it says try so i found this one interesting it says try firmly telling the approaching dog a familiar cue such as sit or stay so if you, i saw like a super know. aggressive dog to me yeah you never know like they could be distracted but you could just be like sit or like and it's in and that sort of thing it said toss a large handful of treats on top of their head to startle them and the bigger the treat bomb the more time you have to walk away <laughs> and, and then it said if there is a dragging leash you can grab it and loop the leash around an object such as a fence or a pole and pull on the handle so do not pull do not put your face near the dog's face while doing so or don't put your hand near their face and trying to get the leash or whatever um so it says if uh, a frightening off-leash dog approaches it says do not scream that just like riles them it ramps them up even more do, run flail your limbs panic make eye contact or jump up and down so all of those things are going to be like more sort of like a like aggressive or it's just going to excite them more if like you're jumping up and down they're going to be like what the hell and just like jump on you or try to tackle you or whatever yeah. eye contact obviously is like an a way one of the ways like dogs assert their dom dominance so if they're like super focused on you like don't stare at them back and like you know what i mean like don't mirror it because that might be enough to set them off and then obviously running unless you are like certain that you can outrun a dog which not <laughs> i can tell you that i cannot excuse me a, a pug maybe <laughs> no not even then not no. even no not me even. neither um so if a frightening off-leash dog approaches it says stay as calm as you can use a firm voice this isn't to assert dominance but to maintain as much control of yourself in the situation as possible and to make any commands or cues you give the dog as understandable as possible so it says do stand up or stay upright stay quiet and don't scream it says get on top of something if you can feed something to the dog by throwing the food away from yourself back into a corner or against a wall so the dog cannot get behind you and if you have a stroller and can't get away yell at the dog throw everything you have at him from your shoes toys your diaper bag to distract them so you can get some space and then it says there's a whole list of things to do here if a dog actually attacks you so it says keep your hands and arms in front of your body to protect to protect your body don't put your hand near the fighting or attacking dog's mouth or touch the dog where they could easily turn around and bite you it says do not grab collars if the dog bites you and isn't letting go move your arm or body part into the dog's mouth rather than trying to pull it out this will mm. prevent more damage to you and it's so true whenever like i'm play fighting with gibbon and it, like he'll 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 bite my arm like he like my arms in his mouth and he doesn't bite yeah. hard on me because he knows not to but whenever he like he keeps biting or whatever i'll shove my 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 arm more into his mouth and he's like ah, oh, oh. <laughs> like okay okay okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. type of thing so that makes that one made sense to me uh, keep the dog from shaking its head or or your body if they do not release and it's like well how like if you're like uh. no, offense, no offense Vero but if a Roddy came from you <laughs> came for you I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you would be able to stop it from shaking its I head or know. starting to I don't think I um, could 
It said if there's children, they should curl themselves into a tight ball as possible and stay as still as possible. And um, as hard as it... I know exactly, like turtle. And as hard as it is, teach children not to squeal or cry because that just increases the excitement of the attacking dog. And if the very worst is happening, curl yourself over the child. Um, If a dog attacks your dog, do not put any part of your body between the two dogs I think we talked about that before find objects to put in between the two dogs so whether it's a chair an umbrella a garbage can lid like anything that you can find um, if you have a small dog do not pick them up because that's going to cause the, the dog to jump on you potentially causing you harm and what does it say not picking up your small dog is likely to increase the danger and harm to your dog you'll have to decide given the situation which is wiser in the moment <laughs> that's what a terrible thing to say it's you or your dog <laughs> quick oh make God. a decision <laughs> <laughs> like as if you're like thinking at all when a dog's like attacking you and then it said if you do pick up your dog don't swing them back and forth facing the attacking dog try to place your dog between a barrier of some kind in yourself lean into a wall or even toss your dog into a fenced area if need be be aware that the attacking dog might be able to jump that fence. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's little makeshift fence. That, oh my god. You know, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't jump over, but any other dog probably could. <laughs> yes. Even a pug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're hating on pugs a lot this episode. No offense <laughs> to all the pug lovers out there. We know we we see you. We all we have pre- our we appreciate you. Our types. <laughs> we do. We do. And then it said, do not try to kick or punch the dog if at all possible. That's going to escalate the arousal as well. So I I need to start walking around with like a weapon. (laughs) Well, and it said like there's citronella spray that you can bring with you. Like that would be a huge distraction as well. But again, it, it just depends on how bad it escalates. But if I saw a dog like approaching me like aggressively, I literally would stand there. I'd probably try to like sit or lay down. I would try all of that. Yeah, I would look I would look away from him and then I would try to get in between something. But like, I think I would probably just sacrifice my arm. I'd be like, here, take it. I would take my, my left arm. arm, my left arm. And then I'd try to shove it in their mouth even more. Yeah. Yeah. But then what? And and then I would I would scream and call for help. Yeah. Or I'd hopefully have my phone and that's why I'd use my left hand because then my right hand could be calling 911 and be like I am actively getting eaten by a dog can you please come quickly (laughs) I'll be like the paramedics will be there in three hours (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh man (laughs) yep yep potentially so did you hear that flappa 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 flap that was that was the game. Shake a shake a shake. Well, that's all scary, but all good tips. Yep. Stuff to consider. Yeah. Yep. Potentially hard to to remember yes. when you're being attacked, but yes, yes. But be just careful. Go with your instincts. Yes. Yeah. Probably don't run though. <laughs> don't run. No. Unless you're like a super athlete. Yes. Yes. And you don't have like flip flops on. <laughs> I yes. would take off my flip flops and run there. Yes, I would too. <laughs> yeah, I would. Yes, 
Okay. I think all right. That's a wrap. For that's this a wrap. Week. That's a wrap. For this week. But before we end the show, make sure to check out Holy Raw Nutrition, a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come in one to two pound containers ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I personally order all my food for Ralph from Holy Raw as well as treats. And I have only great things to say about them, their food, and their staff. We are so thankful to have them as a sponsor. Thank you, Holy Raw, for supporting us. And you can find them on their website, holyrawnutrition.com. Holy Raw as in H-O-L-I-R-A-W, nutrition.com. Thank you, Holy Raw. I highly recommend the dehydrated rabbit ears because Mm -hmm. my dogs be loving them. Yeah. Um, but also a big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. They are located at 501 La Colle Way, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Boop Snoots. And you can listen to our show on Spotify and iTunes weekly. So join us next week on Let's Boop Snoots. Boop! Boop.